is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. I have a new phone, so hopefully, in this episode, you'll be able to hear me a lot clearer as we have been working to adjust it. If you have any problems with playback, please message me on my Facebook platform at my magical cottagecore life, and we will make an adjustment again. That being said, today, as promised, I'm going to talk a little bit about something that you have requested and that I did say I would give to you. And I always believe in doing my very best to keep my word. So take out your big book of stuff and turn to the food section and the subsection for salads because today we've already talked about how to make a basic veggie salad. Now we're going to talk about how to make a, an intermediate level veggie salad. So let's get started. So for this intermediate salad, we're going to go a little bit off the beaten path. We're not going to talk about grabbing a head of iceberg lettuce. We're going to go a little bit different. And I love doing different things. I'm sure you've probably done different things in your time too. So let's do something intermediate. And this is what we are going to do. We're going to do something a little bit more adventurous. We're going to do a cottage garden salad. So that's what we're going to do today. So what I want you to do first is understand that I'm not going to give you all the ingredients all at once. I want you to listen to the whole podcast, so that's why I'm selfish that way. Plus, I want to give you some anecdotes. So what we're going to start with is we're going to start with the, the layer of the green, the basic greens. And to start us off, I want you to grab some rocket, or as some people call it, arugula. And I'd like you to grab some red kale. Yes, I know we said it's a green salad, but I do like a little bit of color, don't you? Some red kale. And a little bit of dandelion leaves. And we're going to rinse those off. Now, if you're growing them, it's a lot easier to do. But if not, you should be able to find these at most farmer's markets. And sometimes now at the larger chains. So grab those rinse them off, wash them off, of course you can substitute if you have to, and then shred them up a little bit. Keep them inside of some cold water. Uh, cold water is good. If it's taking you a while, like if you get interrupted, don't leave them in the cold water. Put them in a mason jar. Believe it or not, they will keep a lot better in a nice dry mason jar than in a glass of cold water if you have to come back to it, okay? So that's your first layer. And the thing about that is, is that they don't take up a lot of space in the garden. You can even grow them in a five-gallon bucket or a wide kiddie pool. So this is something you can definitely keep on hand throughout the summer and the spring. Just keep in mind, they like cooler weather. So if you do grow it during the summer, you want to keep them shaded. A beach umbrella is a good idea. Just shove it right through and it'll be just fine, okay? Alright, so let's talk, go to our next layer. So for our next layer, unless you're, you know, allergic to them, we're going to talk about some nuts, some tree nuts. And for me, I know many people like to put things like pecans and everything, and I like that too. But you can put pecans, but also, uh, think of a 
about something else. Think about walnuts and butternuts. You can even take a Brazil nut and shave it down or cut it into layers and use that for the salad. If you are more along the line of a little bit more events or something and want some saltiness, you can add salted pistachios. But again, make sure that nobody in here is allergic because you don't want anyone to get sick. And always let people know if you have a salad going and what's in your salad so people don't get sick because that's not fun. And why are we putting in the nut layer now? Because if you put the nut layer here, it's less likely that the ingredients will wind up being too soggy or too wet for them to intermingle later, okay? So that's why we're doing that. But you can definitely use pecans. Just make sure you kind of cut them at least in half if not dice them. It's a lot easier on the tube and they're nice and creamy. You could use chestnuts, but they're not really ready right now. So if you have some around, that's great. If not, that's okay too. As you can tell, because we're talking about nuts and they get harvested later, this is probably a little bit better for a summer or fall salad than spring, unless you have those nuts on here. Alright, let's get to the next layer. So for our next layer, we're going to do something a little fun. Now, you can grate carrots, and we talked before in our first salad about making carrot curls. You can make carrot curls, but in this particular case, I would say maybe a nice grated curl, or a grated uh, carrot, rather, would be a little bit more suitable. And make sure you do it the long way, so if they're kind of like little slips of hay, it gives that exciting visual texture, because we eat with our eyes first. So strips of carrot are fun, and they're also nutritious, because you want the salad to also give you nutrition, not just something to munch on. That's why I put kale in it too, so this will be great. And the next part also, because we talked about carrot, what we didn't talk about is that you can either add beets along with the carrot, or you can add slices of turnip. Some people call turnip sweets, that's more of a regional dialect, it's up to you what you call them. Why am I saying put them in there? Because they're good. If you don't like either one, although you probably haven't really given them a chance, you can put in radishes on this layer, and you'll find that it's very enjoyable, very refreshing. Okay, let's keep going. Now we're getting to the flower layer. That's right, I said flower. Well, you know, like, how, how are you putting flowers in here? Guess what? Broccoli florets are flowers. You can put them in there. But what I'd recommend is not put them in with the whole stock like you see in the lovely gourmet magazines. No, get your cooking scissors out or your good paring knife and cut the little buds right off the stalks. So you have these tiny little pieces all through there, these little, little bud marks, these little tiny little round circles of the flower buds from the broccoli that are floating freely in the salad. You can chop up the stalk as well to be found throughout the salad, but definitely have some of them like floating through there, like a green giant, you know, sprinkling of green pepper or something. Do that, trust me, you will like the effect, and it gets away from that boring thing where you only find broccoli chunks. This way you get a little bit of broccoli and everything, you know? You can also add calendula flowers, or calendula flowers, depending on how you pronounce it. And I really like those. Those are really tasty. Or if you have pansies, at this time of year, you can add pansies. Or if it's a later time of year, there are other edible flowers you can put in there. Trust me, you would really enjoy these. Um, 
so because it gives you another again another layer of visual fascination and it's really tasty so let's see you've got flowers you've got nuts you've got green leaves you've got all kinds of wonderful things what else could we put in here the last thing the last thing I'm going to recommend um, is other than dressing because you can make your dressing out of anything if you have a dressing is fruit again you want this to be a balanced meal and yes I know that technically most of the things I'm talking about you know so far are pretty basic but fruit is something else you can put in there. If you can put Neapolitans or regular raisins. You can put sliced grapes. Remember, if you have a little one, cut the grape in half. You don't want them to get choked, okay? And you can even put things in there like corants. Corants are really good. Or, maybe I don't know about strawberry. They're okay. But not for every salad, especially this one because of the fruit mix and the flavor mix. I don't think strawberry lends itself well to this particular kind of, of salad. Another thing you can put in is tomatillos. Okay, so let's talk about that. I know that it's pronounced tomatillo. And you can tell me it's pronounced tomatillo all you want. And I will not call them tomatillos. I will call them tomatillos because that's how it is. Child will call something that's spaghetti, paschetti. Deal with it, it's how it's gonna be, and it's cute to me. Because I, when I say tomatillo, I think of little bitty tomato armadillos, and it makes me happy, it takes me, it makes my heart smile. So that's how it is. So you can put tomatillos, tomatillos, in there and chop them up, and that will give you a different flavor. And I'm, I'm recommending things that are not overly sweet, if you notice. Uh, one more thing you can put in there are ground cherries. Make sure you know they're ground cherries because regular uh, lookalikes can make you very sick. So make sure you know they're actually ground cherries. Okay? Alright. And those are your, this is your intermediate salad. And the dressings you can put on could be uh, vinaigrette. And it doesn't have to be raspberry vinaigrette. Seriously. It really doesn't. You can get some apple jam and vinegar and make an apple vinaigrette for this salad. It's not that hard and it's really tasty. Okay. And that thing is to end this episode. I know, I know it was really quick, but I hope you got some good from it. And I hope you'll try the salad. It's very good. Yes, I have tried it. Um, I do my own variations, just like you'll do your own variations. And if you notice, there's no melon, there really no, cuc- no cucumbers in this. So it's really like, again, not a basic salad, it's an intermediate. I hope you'll enjoy this. I love sharing new things with my friends, and we're friends, right? And I hope to see you again next time on My Magical Cottage Core Life. You can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Spotify, and a few other platforms, as well, of course, as on Anchor. And I'm really getting excited. We're getting more traction in the Shire. And I also hope that this recording was able to be heard. We're going to, to play a different song today than normal. You know, our regular intro and outro comes from Anchor, but the other song that's playing is called Almost Bliss, and that's from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. So I want to thank him very much for that music. Thank you so much, and thank you for coming to share this episode today on My Magical Cottage Core Life.